0: Uh, hello everyone, yeah. uh, my name is Ho Won, a PhD student of Professor Bertino. So today, uh, I'd like to talk about a uh, secure communication protocol for drones. And smart objects. Uh, this paper was uh, presented at Asia CCS 2015. So, over recent years, drones are increasingly being used uh, not only for uh, military tasks, for uh, for uh, civilian tasks, such as rescue, delivery, precision agriculture. Uh, surveillance structures monitoring and uh, public services so in many drone related applications uh, drones will communicate with many different smart objects such as sensors and uh, various kinds of embedded devices for example drone will collect sensor data from sensors in bridge or cars and many other IoT devices. So the drone sometimes sends commands to such uh, sensors, for example, for the configurations. So to secure such communications, an uh, effective and efficient key established protocol uh, is required. However. The design of such protocol must take into account the constrained resource of smart objects and the mobility of the uh, drones. So there are challenges in terms of security and efficiency. Regarding security, drones and sensors, uh, like many uh, computing devices, are exposed to various malicious attacks such as eavesdropping, impersonation, physical capture, or first data injection. Therefore, it is critical to address uh, security requirements such as authenticated key establishment for confidentiality and uh, message integrity and non-repudiation, Also, it is important to to, uh, minimize the information leakage when a drone is physically captured. So um, the first option is a symmetric key-based approach. But the symmetric key-based approach suffers from high communication overhead and requires a large amount of memory space for store the pairwise uh, keys between Uh, objects as a result is it is not scalable and not resilient against node compromises and unable to support node uh, mobility however uh, the symmetric key based approach allows any authenticated entities uh, to securely communicate with each other and thus good for mobility. However, it is, comput- uh, it is computationally more expensive than the symmetric key-based approach. But the recent, appro- uh, recent improvement of elliptic curve cryptography uh, have demonstrated the practical applicability of public key uh, cryptography to wireless sense networks. Um, So uh, so another challenge is uh, efficiency. Um, sensors, uh, like uh, smart objects and drones, are all battery powered. So drone cannot equip high capacity battery due to its weight. Sensors' battery is usually not replaced uh, or not frequently replaced during their lifetime, so in many uh, wireless sensor networks, sensors perform low power listening for energy saving. LPL low power re- listening is a kind of a duty du- cycling mechanism to, for power saving. So sensors uh, sleeps most of their life at uh, their, their time and occasionally uh, wakes up. To check if there is, uh, the channel is busy or not. As a result, so to communicate with uh, the drone, for drone to communicate with sensors, the drone must wait until sensor wakes up. Another issue is related to different uh, asymmetric computing power. Um, sensors have very low computing power. For example, Telos B has. Uh, 4 megahertz uh, CPU, but drone has uh, PC or smartphone-like computing power. So most of commercially available uh, drones has uh, the the frequency of the CPU of the drone is more than 1 gigahertz. So, so therefore, the drone must wait until sensors. Uh, complete key establishment or key agreement in order to receive an encrypted message from uh, sensors. So let's look at an example using uh, naive approaches. Imagine that a drone flies over two on-ground sensors and wants to communicate with the two sensors. The sensors perform low power listening. They sleep for a long period of time and wake up for a very short uh, time to check if the channel is busy. So if the channel is idle, then the uh, sensor uh, will sleep again. So drone uh, uh, continuously broadcast wake up signal. Uh, In this slide, P is the wake up signal while it flies. The wake-up signals include the public key of the drone. So if uh, sensor A uh, wakes up and listens the wake-up signal, it sends the public key to the drone, P-prime. And the drone and sensor A perform um, the the authenticated key establishment using uh, some protocol like ECDSA and ECDH. If they finish the key establishment, the sensor sends an encrypted data using the shared key. Here these is the encrypted sense data, and the sensor will sleep again. Uh, there are three problems in this solution. The first one is the, since the CPU performance of the drone is much better than the CPU of the sensor, the drone will Uh, Finish the key establishment procedure much faster than the sensor A, so the drone will wait. uh, uh, Will waste their time doing nothing um, until the sensor A uh, send unencrypted data to the drone. Second, um, so the drone will uh, uh, second the 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 traditional. Key establishment schemes using ECDSA and ECDH uh, takes uh, too long uh, time for sensors. It's computationally um, expensive. Third, while the drone communicates with sensor A, the sensor B is doing uh, nothing. It performs just performing our APL. This is also a waste of time. So, to address uh, these problems, we proposed <coughs> an efficient certificate sign encryption te- key encapsulation mechanism issued ECRS TCAM protocol and a dual channel strategy. ECLS TCAM is a, a certificate cryptography, which is a cryptography between a public key cryptography and I- identity based public cryptography. So since ECLS is based on the certificate list of cryptography, it inherits the advantages of CLPKC, such as elimination of the overhead, resulting from the certificate management, and the key escrow problem. Um, ECLS TCAM supports an authenticate key agreement, non repudiation and user replication. The key feature of the ECST cam uh, is to combine one-way hash uh, one-way key agreements and digital signature into one efficient uh, algorithm. To improve efficiency, ECSTCAM minimized the computational weight on sensors by utilizing uh, elliptic curve cryptography. And isogeny uh, TCAM uh, requires a small number of EC point multiplication that is considered to computationally uh, expensive. And the does not require TCAM no, uh, does not require any pairing operation, which is also considered to be uh, expensive. The dual-channel strategy um, is is utilizing two independent channels. For this strategy, the drone has two radios. One is for the wake-up channel, through which the drone continuously uh, broadcasts wake-up signals, including the drone's uh, public key. And the second channel is for data channel. This is used only for data exchange. Uh, <coughs> the so the dual channel strategy allows multiple sensors to perform uh, con- concurrently perform ECLSTCam. So first, let me introduce uh, ECLSTCam. Uh, there are three entities. The first one is KGC and second one is sender and last one is receiver. KGC generates the public parameter or master secret key and partial public and private key for uh, users. The sender sends the encapsulation of key and a message and the receiver decapsulates the encapsulated key and message. ECST can consist of eight algorithms. Setup, uh, set secret value, partial private key extract, set private key, set public key, symmetric key generation, encapsulation, and decapsulation. First, uh, the setup algorithm is run by the KGC to generate the system parameter and master secret key and other uh, public parameters. So first, it chooses. uh, system parameters related to elliptic curve cryptography. And it chooses a master secret key X at random and computes the system public key p pPub uh, by multiplying p with uh, X. Then it chooses three cryptography hash functions and publishes the system parameters uh, to everyone and keep the master secret key uh, secret the set secret value algorithm is run by its entity drone and sensors or sender and receivers to generate a secret value and corresponding public value the entity a with an ID a chooses its secret value X a random and generates the corresponding public key PA by multiplying P with XA. Uh, the third partial private key extract algorithm is run by KGC to generate the partial private key for its user. Uh, user A, an entity A, sends its ID and public it, mm, its public key to the KGC. Then KGC executes the following. Uh, steps: First, it chooses a random uh, small r a and computes a larger A capital A by multiplying p with small r a, and it computes d a, which is a partial private key of user A. Uh, <coughs> the d a is is equal to r a plus the x and the hash of the public information of uh, user A, mode Q. Here, uh, TA is a permitted time period of A. Then the KGC will send the DA with a, uh, through a secure channel. Then entity A can validate this partial private key by checking whether the following equation holds. So. By multiplying uh, P at both uh, sides, then the equation will, uh, both sides will be called. The set private key algorithm run by its entity to generate the full full private key. (coughs) The full private key of entity A is DA and XA. The set public key algorithm is run by each entity to generate full public key. The entity A takes the pair of uh, large P A uh, capital capital R A as its full private key. So um, the symmetric key generation algorithm is run by the sender A to obtain the symmetric key and an internal state information omega. Given the sender's uh, public information and the secret key, and the receiver's public information as inputs, the sender executes the algorithm to obtain the symmetric key, K, as follows. First, it chooses a random LA and SA and computes its uh, ephemeral, if, ephemeral public key by multiplying uh, um, P with LA and SA, so it can obtains large u and v, then it computes y and t. Uh, large y is um, equal to the rb plus uh, p pu- multiplied by the hash of public information of b plus pb. And the t is the, mm, is the y multiplied by small A. Then it, the sender outputs a symmetric key k uh, by uh, hashing the y and t and the receivers', uh, receivers public information. Then outputs k and interme- intermediate information omega, like this. Then sender executes an uh, encapsulation algorithm using omega and the arbitrary, an arbitrary tag tau as inputs. Sender obtains the encapsulation pi by performing following step. First, yeah, first it computes uh, two hash func- values by inserting u and t and public information of A and B, and the tau. Here the tau is the encrypted value of uh, encryption of message M. And then it uh, computes a signature. Uh, Here is W is a signature of the message. So the signature is uh, computed using the Private key, full private key of the sender. Then it is uh, the signature. Is this signature uh, computation is similar to a Schnorr signature, and it outputs uh, u, v, w, and sends them to receiver B. Then the receiver B decapsulates the key k encapsulated in pi, given that the uh, encapsulation pi and tau, and the public information of sender A, and the public information of B, and <coughs> it public inform a private key of B. The key is computed as follows. First, it computes uh, y and t. y is computed by uh, multiplying p with db plus uh, xb. db and xb is the full private key of the sender, b a, receiver B. T T is uh, computed by uh, multiplying v with d a plus, plus uh, b xb. Then it computes two hash functions as uh, the sender does. And then it check, checks if uh, the following equation holds. If the, if the equation is uh, holds, then the receiver B outputs the symmetric key K by hashing the y, v, t, and ID of B and public key of B. So if the K is correct, then the receiver can decrypt the message, uh, M. Otherwise, uh, the receiver will uh, output an invalid uh, uh, decapsulation error. So if one of partial private key uh, is invalid, the symmetric key will be different. So the receiver won't be able to decrypt the message. So, the, the correctness of the, the above equation is as follows. But um, I will skip the details here. Uh, next, let's look at the dual channel strategies with ECSTCAM. TCAM. The drone has two channels. Two radios for wake up channels and data channel. Uh, drone B uh, continuously broadcasts M1 in wake up channel. And uh, if drone B uh, enters a uh, sensor's communication range, sensors can receive M1. M1 includes the public information of the drone, like ID of drone and M- full public key of drone, and allowed time period of drone. <coughs> um, a sensor A uh, uh, performs its uh, uh, LPL, and it will, be, uh, it will wake up very for a very short time. And if the channel is busy, then it will stay awake and uh, listens, will listen M1 sent from, from uh, drone B. Then, sensor A will change its channel from the wake-up, chan- wake-up channel to the data channel, and also perform a symmetric key generation uh, algorithm and in- encryption of the message, and learn encapsulation algorithm and output W. Since the drone continuously broadcasts the wake-up signal in the wake-up channel, so sensor A prime also can uh, can listen the M one and perform the same algorithm concurrently. So after receiving uh, M two from smart object A, the drone learns decapsulation algorithm, and decryption. Then it will send success or uh, failure result message. Mm. After receiving the result, the sensors will switch back to the uh, wake up channel from the data channel, and it will learn LPL again. Like this. So this table compares our ECST CAM with other certificate uh, schemes. Only our protocol supports all security requirements, such as key agreement, user authentication, repudiation, and user revocation. And while it requires the smallest number of uh, elliptic curve point multiplication, error sensors or a smart objects. A sensor as a s- sender is required to compute only four uh, point multiplications in symmetric key generation algorithm uh, procedure. So uh, we implemented a test bed using our protocols in the context of a smart parking management application today's parking management is somewhat manual and labor intensive so parking uh, enforcement officers must periodically patrol on street parking areas and check cars one by one to identify cars that are uh, parked over time However, by utilizing drones and sensors, the parking management can be more efficient and cost effective. So um, in our smart parking management test bed, we assume uh, that cars um, might attach an independent device like sensors. Uh, equipped with a GPS and a radio transceiver, for example, a city or university may issue those devices to registered cars or car owners as parking permits for parking management. Then, the, petr- the drone will uh, patrol the time-limited parking areas and collect information such as ID of the uh, cars or owners or the location of the cars, and permit type, or and current time. So by collecting this information at certain time intervals, drones can detect if a car is parked at an invalid zone or if car is ha- has been parked at the same spot for longer than the time limit. So to support this application, the confidentiality must be supported so only authorized drones must be allowed collect this privacy sensitive information uh, with encryption and more importantly non-repudiation and integrity of the collected information must be supported since the information used to find car owners who parked their car illegally so for the test bed, uh, we utilize uh, AR drone 2.0 made by a parrot as a drone. It learns a uh, BG box- based uh, Linux distribution with 2.6 kernel, and it has one gigahertz 32 uh, bit arm code text and one gigabit RAM. and we utilized. Uh, micro ECC library as a c- crypto library and we attach two uh radios so um, the actually the two radios is the was the speeds so one is for the wake up channel and the other one is for the data channel and we utilize seventeen Telescope as sensors, they have very low. Uh, they, they have very low CPUs, so they the, the, the frequency of the CPU is only four megahertz. It has to that fifteen point four radio, and we utilize the tiny ECC as a, a ECC crypto library, and we set the um, RF power to minus, d, minus 7 dBm. So, this figure shows how we attached two radios on the drone. So, uh, the drone has one USB interface, and the wake-up radio is attached directly on the board. And 70 sensors were deployed at 5-meter intervals in a line, and the drone starts uh, from the starting point at an altitude of approximately uh, 10 meters. The communication range is approximately, was approximately 30 meters. The drone starts from the start point and collects data from our sensors. So we measure the mission completion time of drone. So first, we checked the impact of key size. Uh, for the fair comparison of all protocols, we uh, uh, used, used the dual-channel strategy for all schemes here. So uh, when uh, 160-bit key is used, our protocol is 1.3, and 1.5, and 2.8 times faster than uh, just CLS TCAM, uh, Sun's CL occur and Yang's CL occur respectively. Then we analyzed the impact of the wake-up interval of smart objects when the system adopts one hundred 160 bit key and your channel strategy the mission completion time of our protocol is uh, 46 seconds uh, when the wake-up interval was nine seconds however just C S T in CSTCam camp the wake-up interval that achieves a similar mission completion time was uh, that is. Uh, 46 seconds is uh, 5 seconds so therefore we can save we can say that we can save uh, the energy of sensors almost in half uh, if the mission completion mission completion times are equally set Uh, this shows impact of dual channel strategy when the wake up channel uh, wake up interval is set to five seconds uh, the drone completes the mission, comp- mission uh approximately six times faster than when only one channel is used since the ECST cam can be concurrently executed on multiple sensors if the ECS uh, dual channel strategy is used however if just one channel is used then drone must complete the data uh, key establishment and uh, data exchange one by one so it will waste of time uh in the air without doing nothing so in conclusion uh in this paper we proposed a secure communication channel a protocol between drones and smart objects by considering the communication properties between drones and smart objects uh, such as mobility and constraint resource of the smart objects and uh, to satisfy security and efficiency requirements we proposed the uh, ECST cam with the dual channel treaties and we implemented uh, our protocol and uh, in the on the commercially available uh, devices and evaluated the performance and compared uh, the performance with other uh, schemes through the experiment so Thank you. So uh, I finished a little bit early. Uh, do you have any questions? Yes. Um, I just
1: had a question on um, why did you choose the parrot over the phantom or all the other types of drones that's out there?
0: Uh, so I I choose. I chose uh, AR drone because we can uh, we can uh, make a code and insert our code to the AR drone because the AR drone is uh, is op- it's an open platform.
1: Oh, it's an open platform. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: So we can make our program and we can send our program through FTP. And we can learn our program using Telet. So, and the AR drone itself is an AP, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi AP. So we can connect, uh, connect it through uh, Wi-Fi. And we can use FTP and Telet.
1: Did you try the other drones as well, too? Were you able to program uh,
0: it? No. Uh, and the air drone is one of the cheapest drones. <laughs> yeah, that's <not sure. laughs> true. Yeah. So actually, there are uh, more expensive drones than you can program, but they are much more expensive. And
1: then uh. you mentioned about cost, um, cost benefit analysis. Um, did you guys, or are you
0: guys are you guys
1: investigating cost-benefit analysis as well, too, because you mentioned that it will be a cheaper method than uh-huh. having people manually go around marking the cars up. Mm-hmm. In one of your slides, you had that. that you want to collect information using the drones?
0: Uh, so, do you mean the real op- Application of a drone to collect information? Yeah, you
1: uh-huh. mentioned, you, I don't know, I, I don't think you did it, but um, I know in one of the slides you mentioned that um, it will be cheaper to use the drones. Um, it's the, yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, then having people do it. Are you guys planning to do a cost benefit analysis on that or?
0: Uh, no, no, no. Okay. I, I didn't do the cost analysis, but I just imagine the uh, uh, if uh, every car. Uh, are equipped with uh, sensors, or like this, Mm -hmm. then we can um, do much more effective uh, parking management. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't think you need to install any (coughs) language. I don't have any mic. Uh, I don't think that you need to install new sensors in the car. I think all new cars have Bluetooth sensors uh, yes. are unique for it yeah so you yeah. could probably use that uh, to identify the car talking but you will probably need access to which one is uh, yeah. registered to which car but with the sensors available in the car right now I think yeah. you have everything to uniquely identify each car it's just linking that car to a personal yeah uh, profile so that you can send the bill so is what yeah, probably in need to probably the f- future uh, every car will have the such uh, interface, uh, so like Bluetooth. So yeah, we can uh, imagine that various yeah, applications. Uh, not only for smart parking management, we can do many more uh, interesting applications using drone and other. Uh, Like, uh, there are many applications using Drone. So, any other questions? Yeah. Thank you. (laughs)